Welcome to the Bloom Podcast. I'm your host, Bridget. Now let's grow together. Welcome back to another episode of Bloom. I'm so glad that you are here with me today and decided to tune in. I hope that you are blessed by this episode and that it puts some things into perspective for you as it has for me. So I want to start off with a quick little story about something that happened the other day. The other night, Jacob and I went out to the garden. We were going to pick some vegetables. It had been raining all day. So um, this was really our only opportunity to get out there. The garden was messy, muddy. I didn't have my boots on. So I just decided I was going to let Jacob do all the work while I sat back and supervise from the end of each row. Honestly, that's what I'm really good at. (laughs) Uh, But not 15 minutes after being out there, it started to sprinkle. And I thought, dang it, we just got out here spending some one-on-one time together. But then within a few seconds, it really started to pour. So from where we are, where the garden is to our house is, it's about maybe a 10 minute walk back to the house. And I knew I was going to have to run before it really started to come down. So made it over to a tree over by the chicken coop, took cover, and then it really just started to pour. So much for enjoying some one-on-one time with my husband, but I knew I had two choices. I could either stay under the tree, get wet until the rain stopped, or... I could make a mad dash back to the house. I decided I was going to make a mad dash and run for it. Jacob was going to cut through the path. He was going to take a shortcut with the vegetables, had a little bit more to finish up, but I was just, I was going to go. So I took off and started running. And then I remembered running really isn't my strongest skill. So I slowed down. And as I slowed down, something was telling me just to walk. So I did. I walked. I walked while the rain pelted my face and my arms and my legs. My mascara was running down in my eyes. I was a total mess. Um, I could smell the hairspray in my hair. It was nasty. But as I walked, I told myself to really feel each raindrop as it hit my skin and feel alive in this very moment and be thankful that I was able to see and taste and smell and hear and feel this experience at this exact moment. I was being mindful and soaking it all in literally soaking it all in. But as I was walking back, I started thinking to myself, this is probably the best part of my day. And I was overcome in that moment with just this sense of, of release. And, and I really just felt like, and I know this sounds kind of cliche, but I felt like everything had really just stopped and washed away the day. It washed away my thoughts. And I was really just being present right then and there. And I was very thankful in that moment that I was able to experience that. And I asked myself, why did I try and rush this? If I had rushed this, I would have missed out on this moment, would have missed out on something very beautiful. And instead, I decided I was going to give gratitude in that moment for being in that exact spot at that exact time. I walked into the house drenched, but thankful, thankful for the time of not getting caught in the rain, but being blessed by the rain. I've talked a lot about perspective and mindfulness on this, um, this podcast on previous episodes already. But talking about it and practicing it are two different things. And I'm really trying to be intentional about practicing more these days. So one of the things that I was thinking about is, why do we run from things? Why do we rush the moment and tell ourselves that we need to take shelter? Okay, if it's lightning, take shelter, always. But in all seriousness, I do this all the time. And maybe you do too. But I don't let myself experience things sometimes because I might get dirty. I might get wet. might embarrass myself. Or I'm a mom now, I can't do that. Or my body can't do what it used to do anymore. Or my favorite is I'm too tired. How many opportunities am I missing out on? 
How many opportunities are my kids missing out on because I'm holding them back? Probably more than I know. Are you missing out on an experience that can show you beauty or blessings and teach you to be grateful for that exact moment that you're in right now? I know I was. I want to be in the moment, blooming where I'm planted and fully present for those around me. And I want you to have that too, because I want you to experience the joy and peace that comes from those experiences so that you can chase more of them like I do. But it's one thing for me to sit here and to tell you to do more of this. And it's another for me to actually share with you and bring you in with me on this process. So I thought today I would give you some just actionable tools and tips that you can take away from this episode in order to create more of these moments for yourself and those around you. So I've got five things I want to share with you. I'm going to break it down. I'll do a little recap at the end if you're, if you're taking notes, but five little tools that came to my mind that day that I was out and I was walking in the rain and just really trying to soak it all in. So the first one is to just be present and slow down. Don't always be in such a hurry that you miss out on opportunities like I almost did to get caught in the rain. I was reading a book the other day and the author was telling a story about her wedding. And you know, right before she's about to walk down the aisle, she starts to get a nosebleed. So she gets it all cleaned up, stops the bleeding. And before the doors of the church open, her dad is trying to have this special moment with her. And he gives her the seashell. And she tells about, you know, he's talking and he's trying to tell her something. And she could see that his lips were moving, but she wasn't absorbing any of the words coming out of his mouth because she was so worried about, is there blood on my dress? I'm about to walk out here. What if my nose starts to bleed again? She was not present and she completely missed a special moment between her and her dad. And she's not going to be able to recreate that. And it's gone. And unfortunately, I do this all the time. There's a lot of times when my husband will say, you have to stop moving while we're talking because I'm too busy trying to multitask. He and I will have a conversation and I'm over here wiping the counter down, putting the milk away, fixing lunchboxes, whatever that might be. But what I've realized is multitasking is not a thing. There is no such thing as multitasking because you're not giving your full attention to any one thing. You know, you're giving 5% here and 20% here and 60% here. You're not giving 100% to anything. I'm guilty of this with my kids. Fidgets are big right now at our house. For those of you listening, if you have a kid who is into fidgets, I'm sure you know as much as I do about fidgets, but they're trying to tell me the meaning of real fidget trading and I'm putting my grocery list together in my head. I'm not paying attention to something that they value. They see it as so important. They want to tell me, look at this rare fidget that I just traded. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. It's a frog. Awesome. They're taking the time to communicate with me and I'm not present. What do you think they pick up on in that moment? That mom doesn't listen. When they want to come and talk to me about something important about school or a relationship, what do you think their thoughts are about my ability to listen? I'm sure pretty poor because that's how I've showed up for them in the past. So no more. I'm going to be present. And for all of you moms that are listening, and you're tired, and you're feeling like your work as a parent is insignificant. And if you have to listen to the Chicken Nugget song one more time, please know that I'm with you. And I feel you 110%. But being a parent is the most important role we play right now. Maybe you're not a parent. Maybe you have a niece or a nephew or a cousin or someone who looks up to you. Slow down and be present with them because your time with them is so important. Stop multitasking and give them your full attention. Okay, be present and slow down. That's number one. Number two is to remove distractions. I saw a picture of a crowd of people in front of Good Morning America in New York, and they were filming a show. The audience is zoomed in on this older lady, and she's standing there, and she's watching with this big old grin on her face. 
And then it shows everybody else around her in this picture. And you can't tell if they're smiling or what they're doing because all of their faces are covered with their phone because they're taking a picture or video. So were they enjoying the moment? Probably so. I mean, that's a pretty big deal. If you're sitting there watching Good Morning America live, I'm sure that's a great experience. Will they have proof that they were there? Absolutely. But will they have that moment, that connection that is ingrained in their memory forever? They're going to have it on their phone, but is it going to be in their memory? If you've seen Inside Out, you know, is that a long-term memory? That's what I think about. And I think a lot of times this is a generational thing. And I think about for those of us who grew up with a phone, if you grew up with it, you know, you're probably more attached to it today. Whereas others who grew up with a landline phone, or maybe they didn't have a phone for a while, then you're probably not as attached. You know, you're, when you would walk out the door in the morning, it would be, okay, I'll see you for supper. And you weren't texting all day. You weren't sending Snapchats. You weren't sending messages through Instagram. It was, I'm leaving for the day and I'll be home and we'll see each other tonight at supper. I did not grow up with a phone. I was 17 when I got my first phone. I did have a pager and I thought it was really cool with a pager. But regardless, I think now in society, in this generation that we're raising is very attached to a device. Technology can be wonderful, but it can also be detrimental to our lives sometimes. We've got to learn to put down our phones, learn to practice mindfulness so that we can create a mental picture and that long-term memory that stays with us one that is lifelong, you know, not one that you're going to have to post for social media just to prove that you were there. Everybody doesn't need to know what you're doing at all times. When we're present, that's when we're fully living. Okay, the next one is number three, and that is go on a treasure hunt. So during Easter, I was reading a devotional and Sarah Young, she's got great devotionals, Jesus Calling. I would highly recommend any of her books, but she had one specifically for the Easter season. And she talked about going on a treasure hunt and finding the gifts in every day. She talked about it in the sense of God has set out for us to find things throughout our day that He's placed for us to enjoy. We know that what we look for, that's what we're going to find. If we're looking for negativity, if we're looking for problems, if we're looking for frustration, that's what we're going to find. But if you're looking to find the beauty in each day, that's what you're going to find. So don't let the day go by, don't let it pass you by and not search for the beauty in what's around you, because you're going to miss out. Use your senses when it was raining. You know, I was using all of my senses to cement that moment. Use your sight, your sense of smell, your sense of taste, your sense of touch, your sense of hearing, all of these. Write it down on a piece of paper. One thing that I did during the Easter season, and I do this every once in a while, I'll send it to a friend. I'm like, look for the treasures in the day. Put it in your phone. Go back. Write it in the notes section. Write it down on a piece of paper. And at the end of the night, When you look back, I can guarantee that your heart will smile with gratitude for what he has done for you, and you will never see another day the same again. All right, number four, take a different route. Mix it up. Don't drive the same way to work every day. Don't drive the same way to school every day. Don't drive the same way home, whatever that looks like. Take one day a week, take two days a week, whatever you want to do, but go a different route. You know, we're such creatures of habit, and we do things over and over and over and over every single day. And we pay less and less attention to what's around us, you know, because there's a a sense of us that I could probably drive my route home or my route to work pretty blindly. You know, I can be a little bit distracted and I'm still going to be okay. I'm not paying attention in that moment because I've done it before. It's it's habit. It's a routine for me now. But doing this is going to keep your mind sharp and it's also going to help you stay alert. So do something new. Try new food. Go to a new restaurant. 
order something different each time. You know, one thing Jacob and I've done, it's been pretty fun. And we'll go to a restaurant and we'll say, surprise us, you know, surprise us with a main course, surprise us with an appetizer, surprise us with a dessert and let them pick. It creates this sense of excitement and something new. So do something new, take a different route, whatever it is, mix it up. Variety is the spice of life. So don't forget that. All right. The next thing, number five is be open to something new. I love routine and I'm a planner. I like to have my day lined out. I like to know what to expect. But in doing that, I don't leave a whole lot of room for creativity and spontaneity. Order is good, but it's also about being open to something new and flying by the seat of your pants every once in a while. Let loose. Don't worry so much about fitting it all in that you forget to make room for fun or to try something new. All right, so we're going to recap really quick and tie this up in a pretty little bow. Number one, slow down and be present. Hurry is the enemy of our souls. It will not serve you. Remove distractions. Put your phone down every once in a while and soak up the moment. Remove any other noise that's keeping you from enjoying that moment right then and right there. Go on a treasure hunt. Search for the beauty in every day. Take a different route. Mix it up. Try something new. And finally, just be open for new opportunities. Be open for things that might come your way that is an unexpected blessing. We get one shot at this beautiful life. We can either make the most of these moments that fill our day, or we can postpone them. One of my friends has a shirt that reads, don't postpone joy. And how true is that statement? Don't put off what is meant for you. Open your arms and open your heart to be able to experience the fullness each day has to offer, even if that means a little bit of rain. All right. Thank you for being here. And until next time, I'll talk to you soon.